Welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling jazz podcast where a group of travelling musicians um, come up and perform some freestyle jazz. On the bass, we have... Fran! <laughs> Over on the skididly bob drum, we have... Mute Dave. And... Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he can't talk, but... By God, he can sure play that skadiddly bop drum. And over on the piano, we've got mute Tim. Um, <laughs> very, uh, very accepting troupe of travelling jazz musicians. You'd think we get more gigs, but it turns out that when you're phoning people around and all they hear is breathing, yeah, you don't get signed very often. And over on the tambourine, we have Alan, who's also mute but it's decided to speak just for tonight's performance. And finally, on the jazz triangle, we have... Ben. <laughs> I don't know. He's, he's using his sex voice tonight as, as part of uh, part of the performance. That was fun. Um, <clears throat> there we go. <laughs> Hello, yeah, and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a group of traveling jazz musicians have a couple of drinks and work together to solve our homemade escape room i'm mike i'm drinking a glass of the unexpected grenache which is uh, came in a very funny bottle and is actually quite tasty and locked in with me today we have i'm alid and i'm drinking a medium passion fruit cider and i'm ben lavery griffiths and tonight i'm drinking a gin and tonic and i'm alan cunningham and i'm getting to the last of my christmas beer and i'm drinking a brains dark matter coffee porter Oh. And I've also got a Brudolf just sitting next to it. Should I should I finish this a bit early? So, how does it work? Each week we'll be locked into a charmingly themed escape room of the years, within which we've each secretly crafted a puzzle. We'll present those puzzles in turn while the others try and solve them. If we don't escape within the hour, then dire things shall befall us. Okay, we ready, boys? I think so. Fabulous. Let's enter the infinite escape room. This week... We stroll down the corridors of the infinite escape room to find ourselves greeted by an imposing blue door. We step through, and it clicks shut behind us, locking with four whimsical padlocks. The space before us could easily be mistaken for a doctor's waiting room, except the little plastic chairs have little plastic manacles on the arms, there's bars all over the window, and an entire wall has been given over to the following dire message. You wouldn't steal a car. You wouldn't steal a handbag. You wouldn't steal a television. You wouldn't steal a movie? Downloading pirated films is stealing. Stealing is against the law. Piracy is a crime. Alan and I look at each other and nod in agreement, while Ben and Alan start sweating profusely. <laughs> we must be in one of Her Majesty's Constabulary's finest clearinghouses of justice and fair play. It's a police station. There's been a really silly murder up the road, though, so everyone's popped out to get a bloody good look before the CID rock up and cover it all in bin bags. We best escape before they rumble on back and arrest Ben, Allard, and Alan for being too handsome. And me for outstanding <laughs> charges of donkey molestation. Jesus. What? It's a long story. There's four padlocks between us and freedom. Let's escape. Before us, we have a locker, the staff room, a jail cell, and Detective Kabowski's desk. What do we fancy first, gentlemen? I'm um, quite liking the idea of uh, Mr. K- the desk. <laughs> <laughs> Does sound like a mysterious desk. You, you fancy the look of De- Detective Kabowski's desk? Well, as a, as a matter of fact, that's my puzzle. Let me let me take you there with some smooth jazz. <laughs> <laughs> 
Skiddly bow. Okay. Um. <laughs> that was wonderful. <laughs> you approach Detective Kablowski's desk. You'll notice the desk itself is, is bare, except for a computer monitor and a keyboard. Next to his desk is a much-pinned corkboard. It's covered in Polaroids of smudged figures. There's lengths of red string tied to pins and post-its with thought-provoking messages on them, like, who is Mr. X? And where did the ducks come from? You know, all of it kind of works together to give you this, um, everything on this corkboard gives you the feeling of a really world-weary copper who's only two weeks away from retirement and just got to crack this case. But as I stress, in no way related to the puzzle. Next to that is another corkboard. <laughs> it has, has, has some things on it, has some stuff on, on this corkboard. What, um, what sort of stuff does this corkboard have? I couldn't be more relieved that you've asked. It has, at the very top, a post-it reading, puzzling, dot, dot, dot. As, as if you needed a pointer to, to which bit was the puzzle element of this scene I've set. It also has a, a post-it at the top, which reads, the alphabet killer. It has a list of victims, which reads, Sandra, Emma, Leonard, Martin, Norman, Yorbal Trump, and Simon. And it has a letter written in bits of glue, chopped out of a magazine, and at the bottom, which reads, Guess the final victim in my series. Could, I, could we get the, um, the victims' names once again, Mike? Yes. Sure thing. The list of victims is in order. Sandra, Emma, Leonard, Martin, Norman, Yorbal Trump, and Simon. That's Yorbal Trump with a Y. Not, not the, not the alternative spelling. I mean, I was thinking a, a J. So, thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and uh, there was a note after you read out the the, the names. Um, could we just have that one more time? Mm-hmm. It reads, "Guess the final victim in my series." Cool. Okay. Okay. What's uh, what's on the that old desk then? Okay, on his desk is simply a monitor and a keyboard. On the monitor screen, it's the National Potential Victims Register search engine. It's got a very short search bar, just a single character long. So what happens if we type a character in? What happens if we type A in? If you type A in... Oh my god, I fucked up my puzzle. (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) What? (laughs) Well, forget I asked that. Um... (laughs) No, let's put A in lots of times. What happens if we put B in... Oh, sorry. Playing the long game, I see. So, okay, so I may have made I may have made a, pu- a slight puzzle goof. I missed a word out on the uh, on the letter written out in bits of chopped out magazine. Uh, I'm just going to oh. reread it for you. I apologise. Okay, that's right. The letter written in bits out bits of chopped out magazine reads: Guess the final victim in my series, sucker. Guess the final victim in my series, sucker. Also, Alan, when you hit A on the monitor. The name Andrew came up, and nothing happened. Okay. Could we put the letter S in to the search engine? You can. The name Shondaliza uh, appears on the monitor, and nothing happens. Hmm. Is there any anagram here of like the first letter of each of those names? I wonder. S e l m n y s. Oh, I missed one. That um that that was sort of what I was wondering. Hmm. So so some thinking would be. In the note made from the, the cutout bits of paper, there is uh, a name that's, that's sort of there for us. Um, the name Tim in, in Victim. Could we, could we possibly put T into the search bar, please? You can. I'm afraid you'll be disappointed to know, instead of the name Tim, Tony comes up uh, um, and, and nothing happens. Bloody Tony. <laughs> Interesting that Sucker 
was um, important to the. Or maybe yeah. I should mention that if that's going to be out in the edit. No, no, no. It's uh, it's it is interesting <laughs> that Sucker was important, and I, it's going to stay in because I fucked up because I'm a fucking <laughs> lemon. The world will know my shame. It's all right. I'll replace the intro with a jazz intro just to make myself feel better. <laughs> Some to smooth. Be fair, I thought we were using the jazz intro because it was so good. <laughs> yeah, I felt very relaxed. Cool. I'll find a bit of free jazz to stick under. That'll be lovely. <laughs> we'll have a great time. Guess the final victim Fine. in my series, Sucker. The alphabet killer. I'm thinking anagrams at the moment, or <laughs> of course, we've got these existing names. Um, Sorry, Karen. What have you? <laughs> I'm, so I'm I'm wondering. Uh, this is going to be completely and utterly wrong. Could we please put K into the search bar, please? You sure can. The name Kaleidoscope, which is a bit of a tragic first name, uh, comes up on the screen, <laughs> and nothing happens. <laughs> okay. Uh, my thinking was that, that Kirby was a, a character that sucked things. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good logic. Yeah. Not not the logic I anticipated at all, but I, I like your gumption. You're hired. I have an idea. Mike, can we put Z into the uh, search engine? You put Z into the search engine and Zachariah's name appears on the screen and nothing happens. And for our British listeners, they meant Zed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as a our little series um, starts with an S and ends with an S. Hmm. So I wonder if perhaps we are looking for either an E or a Y because uh, either it's going to repeat the pattern or maybe bounce back and go the other way. So could we try uh, E into the search box, please? Uh, sure thing. Um, the name well, I've already used Emma. Um, Elephant, Ina, <laughs> Elephantina comes up, right, and uh, and nothing happens. And and if we Poor try uh, why, um, Yelephantina, their sisters, oh. <laughs> conjoined twins. Um, oh Jesus! Yelephantina comes up, um, and uh, and nothing happens. And what about Leonard? I mean L. I mean, well, Leonard's already dead. He was he he's one of the victims. Um, mm. But you type L in, and uh, and Leonard comes up, but it's Leonard too. It's it's a different Leonard. Okay. Have we tried C? <laughs> no. Um, you, you type you type C in. Charles comes up and and nothing Charles. happens. How many how many letters are down now? Where are we? I'll be honest <laughs> with you. Three, four, five, We're getting six, there, seven, aren't we? Eight. We've got eight down. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't occur to me that I'd need to do a name for every single letter of the alphabet, and I'm now wishing I had. <laughs> okay. I thought they'll see through this one in a heartbeat. Can we try H? <laughs> sure. <then>. I think. <laughs> and, and the logic behind H, Alan? Yes. Heartbeat. Yeah. Uh, so you, you mistook that for a thinly veiled clue, whereas it was in fact just a thinly veiled <laughs> bit of word that came out of my mouth. Henrietta comes up uh, and nothing just happens. Just clarifying, it is H. It's not some weird pronunciation. Well, it's, it's, it's H, H not it? H, but. Oh, there we are. There we go. Oh, I say H. Oh, dear. Oh, you're from Birmingham, Alan. So we've got something that sounds a bit like, uh, if you take all the first letters, Salmonis? Salmonis? And if you took, guess the final victim in my series, Sucker, took the first letter of all that, you get G-T-A-F-V-I-M-S-S. I I feel that's relevant, because obviously the Sucker is the important element of that. We started so okay in this list of names. We start from S, 
and we we finish on S. So, so on the first series, if you like, which is from S, then it goes to the next the next name is E. Mm. Um, so we start Ooh. again at Simon, another S. So is there like a difference between what's the what's the number of letters difference between those those letters S and E? Fifteen. Do I get the feeling it's not about the letters? With the alphabet killer, probably not. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the numbers. Oh, no, <laughs> don't listen to Ben and his crazy stories. <laughs> we take the, take the square root of each of them. <laughs> ah, I want to focus a bit more on this sucker bit of the of the <laughs> sentence. The, if what? <laughs> Guess the final victim in my series, sucker. I, 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 there might be something. There's probably something there, isn't there? Could we try R for Romeo? You certainly can. You type in R, and funnily enough, Romeo comes up. More words start appearing on the screen. Potential victim found. Dispatching the boys in blue. A moment later, victim saved. Alphabet killer in custody. Thanks for using the National Victims Register. And you hear a distant barking. It's Derek, oh. the police dog. He's scampering over on his tiny corgi feet. And what's this in his mouth? It's a key. It's the, oh. it's the key from Derek, the police dog. Key. <laughs> and he's very pleased with you. He wags his bum, shows you his tiny little police badge around his collar, and then waffles off. Aww. Congratulations, Aww. you have solved my puzzle. But I'd really like to know, Alad, was it a guess? No. Yes, oh, please explain your logic. He's the alphabet killer. The last letter in alphabet killer is R. <laughs> I feel from the silence that wasn't the logic that Mike was going for. <laughs> He's not wrong, though. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, well, you got there in the end, I guess. I mean... I, no, you mean half an hour. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wish, I'd, I wish I'd put that in now. I mean, I genuinely thought that you guys would just see straight through this. Um, so, was it meant to be VR on Sucker? You're right. Can you tell me why? Because that's oh, the word because... you forgot to put on it. It is, but can you tell me why? Because the last letter of every word in that sentence corresponds to the uh, the first name in that list. Yep. Guess, it's the, E, final, Leonard, uh, what? victim. Martin. Oh, yes. Say, say, say <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, so it does. <laughs> I, just, I just said it, I got confused by it. Oh. oh. So, Very good. So, well uh, done, Alan. The, the last character in each <laughs> so of them. Hang on, or Alan, his fucking you name. Need this all along. <laughs> <laughs> no. Alan, it was where you were like, I think it's the first letter in guess the. And I was like, oh, if he goes to the other end of those words, I'm rumbled. And you were like, no, I think I'll try about seven more random letters first. <laughs> And then flawed logic gets the answer. I just, oh. So clutching a very doggy key in uh, in your hands, you uh, you walk back to the police lobby uh, and away from Kabalski's desk. What do we fancy next, chaps? We have remaining to us a room full of lockers, uh, a room full of staff, and um, a jail cell. The jail cell. I'm intrigued by the staff room. Oh, intrigued by the staff room. Oh. <sighs> intrigued by the staff room. Well, or should we do the locker room first? Well, well, you did. I mean, with your deductive powers, Alad, I think you've you've probably smelt a solution like five <laughs> steps away. So let's do the staff room. Excellent. Cool. That's my puzzle. For some reason, every time we have like a, a transition, I've got the uh, the the like the nineteen seventies Batman. Oh, I want that so badly. Oh, that's going in now. <laughs> 
Cool. So you uh, you wander down the corridor and uh, and into the staff room. The uh, the door clicks behind you. You're in a relatively small room. It's got a large table in the middle of it, uh, painted uh, with sort of generations of of paint. It's a it's a lovely police blue. Around the table there are eight chairs. They're uh, sort of covered with some sort of quite nice green leather. To the uh, to the right of you there is a small sort of kitchenette sink and uh, some counters with bits and bobs on the other side of the room there is a, a picture that you can't quite make out and to the left of you on the left hand wall there is uh, another large picture it uh, it looks like it's got a train on it what would you like to do i'm uh, i'm quite intrigued by this picture that we can't quite make out mm, too okay so um you wander to the other side of the room um there's a uh, a picture it's got a Got a pic. It's got a picture of a flower. Um, it's a painted, painted picture. Uh, it looks like a big sunflower. And uh, to the right of it, there is a light pole. Let's target the light pole. Yeah. Who is pulling the light pole? Oh, Mike, you got in there first. I don't, I don't, Alan, I know you enjoy a good tug. After you, old boy. <laughs> I'll, I'll, give, I'll give it a good tug then. So, uh, Alan, you uh, you pull the light switch. Uh, unfortunately, it's not a light switch. Out of the flower, it puffs some pepper spray, and uh, both of your eyes turn rather red and bloodshot. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, is there anything in this room you want to touch on my behalf? <laughs> <laughs> um, are we able to look behind the painting? The the picture of the flower? Yes. Uh, no, that is uh, quite clearly affixed to the wall. Okay, what about the choo-choo? You, you have a look at the train. Uh, there's a little uh, plaque at the bottom of the, the gilt frame that says Great British Railway. It's got a picture of a, of, of a train. The train is uh, purple and sort of going through a bit of a bit of countryside. Why didn't I get that painting? <laughs> Why is no one concerned about this bloody light pole? <laughs> Sounds fine. <laughs> Great British Railway. Hmm. You mentioned that there were eight green leather chairs. I did. Can we take a little looky-loo at yonder leather chairs, please? Uh, of course you can. You uh, you take one of them out and uh, from under the table, and uh, they're quite old. They you know, so they got wooden legs. There's no no arms on the on the chairs. Uh, just uh, rather straight-backed, padded green leather chairs. A, a couple of them, sort of looking around them, you see that there is some uh, sort of damage to the leather, and people are sort of picked away at the stuffing inside. Can we take a look at? Uh, is there are there any like gashes that we can kind of like get into for the the picked away bits? Not especially. Everything looks like it's sort of been just sort of worn away over time. Nothing, uh, nothing particularly interesting about any of them. Can I sort of stumble over to the little kitchenettes and maybe wash my eyes out? <laughs> <laughs> of uh, of course you can. You uh, you wander over. You uh, you see there's a small sign on the tap saying out of order. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there anything else in the little kitchenette? So you have a quick gaze around the uh, the little kitchenette. There's a cupboard under the sink. Uh, on closer inspection of that, you just see some odds and sods of cleaning uh, cleaning stuff. To the left, there's the the kitchenette sort of a little L shape in the corner. So on the other side, under the under the uh, counter, there is a dishwasher that also has a sign saying out of order. On the counter, you can see an urn that would be used to boil water, a, a jar of coffee, a little tea caddy, and then uh, above those are a couple of cupboards. What are in those cupboards? So you have a look in the cupboards and uh, mostly mugs, mostly uh, white white mugs. And there's a uh, a tin. It looks like a biscuit tin. What's in the biscuit tin? Biscuits. You get the biscuits out and there's a note on the top of it that says, keep out, Gary. And uh, it's it's locked with a little T-shaped hole in the, in the lock. When you say T-shaped hole, yes. in the letter T or 
the bag of oh no like a like a like a letter t gotcha uh, i wrote down the tea bag shaped hole yeah <laughs> and it's like oh my god pyramid or <laughs> <laughs> is it pg tips <clears throat> a t-shaped hole Al- mm. What shape are Alan's eyes after he got pepper sprayed? What shape are their sort of eye shaped? Oh, okay, I was wondering if they transmogrified. Yeah, it's swollen now. It's <laughs> puffy. And... Yeah, I... Can I pull the? Can I pull the thing again? You can. Uh, you pull pull the pull cord again, and nothing happens. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> you were stood in front of it again, weren't you? <laughs> It'd be horrible if it sprayed me again. Ugh. <laughs> I wonder, is, is this guarding something? That that picture on the sunflower has it got hinges on or anything like that? So the can I, picture, can I pull it. The uh, the the picture of the sunflower uh, looks like it's uh, completely attached to the wall. You can in fact see the little the picture hanging plates. You can see them either side. It, it, it's attached to the it's attached okay. to the wall. It's a painting. Hmm. Would the train picture come off the wall? Do you want to have a look? Could we? Of course you can. So you uh, wander over to the. You wander over to the train painting once again, and you sort of try and pull it from the wall, and uh, it doesn't come away. But uh, during your, uh, your your attempts to pull it off, you notice that it will slide along the wall. Oh, oh! Does it does it slide in the direction the train is going in the painting? No, the other way. Uh, oh. Fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> But behind the picture, you see a small safe that has a, a small combination lock. There are three numeric turny things, and yep. the, there are letters above each each number. The first one is R, the second one is G, and the third one is B. Can we rearrange them so that they go G, B, R? No. The, the, uh, oh, the I can let- see what you're thinking there. You're thinking Great British Railway. Yeah, the, uh, I mean, uh, the Great is... Mm. <laughs> the letters... <Jesus. laughs> The, uh, the the letters are sort of embossed into into the casing. Oh, oh in which case then could we do three one two as the combination because that would be GBR. You uh, you try what was it three three, three one, one two three one two and uh, nothing appears to happen. Oh, hang on a darn ticking minute. So there were eight green leather chairs. We have a oh. G in our combination lock. So yes. I would I would suggest that that digit could be eight, and I didn't pick up any other colours along the way. So this is all falling to bits pretty quickly. Um, you, is there anything on the table? There's a table in the middle of the room, isn't there? Uh, there is. Uh, there is nothing on the table. Okay. Is there anything underneath the table? Floor. Could we Ooh, possibly? Then could we go and try the combination numbers two five two two five two? You uh, you you spin uh, R to two, you spin G to uh, to five away from the eight that uh, that Mike had, and uh, you, B you put two, and nothing happens. Gosh darn it! What uh, what was the uh, logic behind two five two? I assigned each letter of the alphabet a number, and then multiply them by each other. Uh, mm. No, no. Hmm. One puzzle, that will be the solution. Is there anything written... So, Okay, so on the picture of the train, um, yes. does the train have any numbers on it? Uh, it doesn't, that you can see. How many mugs are there in the mug cupboard? Uh, there appears to be... Uh, oh, you sort of uh, you look through them, and oh, that's uh, one smashed onto the floor. There appears to be about 14 <laughs> now. <laughs> and they're all white? Uh, yes, all white. I am mad stumped. The mugs are white. Yes. The chairs are green. Mm-hmm. Have we had the colour of anything else? Oh, the um. I mean, I guess I've just arbitrarily 
think I, I, I would really think that it's something to do with um, colours, the RGB bit, but I could mm. be. RGB. Yes, yeah. where I'm at as well. And then presumably they've got numbers assigned to them as well, which would correspond to the. Yeah. Perhaps I've still got the alphabet killer on my mind, as, as I'm sure everyone does. Um, <laughs> uh, so could, could, I, could I try 728 in the combination, given that that's the G is the, I think the seventh letter, B is the second letter, and R is the. Is that the eighth letter? Eight, uh, eight, R is definitely eight, more eight than the eighth seems... letter of the. No, eight, eight, eight. Not eight. <laughs> <laughs> what am I talking about? <laughs> you can try that number, Alan, uh, but it doesn't work. So we've got a long table in the middle, a large table in the middle of the room. Mm-hmm. We've got eight green chairs, mm-hmm. leather. Yeah. Uh, we've got a little kitchenette to the right, two pictures, cupboards, dishwasher. Uh, you mentioned something about an urn to boil water in and a yes. coffee pot. Can I have a look in the coffee pot? Uh, so it's a jar of coffee. Uh, a jar it's just of coffee. Um, freeze-dried instant coffee. Can we just empty it all down the sink and see if anything is in the bottom? Yeah, yeah. You uh, uh, you empty the uh, the coffee down into the sink. You uh, see each of the little grains of coffee bleeding into the bottom of the sink where some residual water sits. And um, you look into the bottom of the jar and you see your hand at, uh, on the other side of the glass. Oh, he's a bloody... Such a prick. <laughs> Such a prick. <laughs> on a positive, at least the coffee's all gone. <laughs> Can we try 111? Try <laughs> 111 and uh, nothing happens. Can we try 999? You try 999 and nothing happens. Oh, that would that have been a good one, actually. At police station, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, can we try 911 just in case? You try 911 and nothing happens. You said the long, the large table has got generations of paint on it. Can I try and scrape any of that off? You, Something. You, you can't do. So you just start scraping it with a with a mug because um, you can't find anything else. And uh, it just appears to be layer upon layer upon layer of blue paint. Blue, blue paint. paint. So the table is blue. You say it is. Was this mentioned earlier? It was. <laughs> Pretty sure it was. Yeah, it was. Hmm, I okay. wish I'd paid attention. Blue table. So. We have potentially at least one blue thing then. Uh, what colour was the pepper spray? Was it red? Oh no, pepper spray. Is it just like a, no, it's like pepper spray? It, 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 it's sort of, I guess, quite clear, I suppose. You, I was you, thinking of Cajun spices for some that reason. That was the last thing to think about. <laughs> but your eyes are red, Al. My eyes are red and I've got two of those. <gasps> and I put 281 in. You can do. You, uh, you spin 281 and with a little click, the door <laughs> opens. Oh! <laughs> To reveal a small T-shaped key. Oh, How did you get two eight one? Two red well, I've got eyes. Two red eyes. Eight well, chairs. Eight, eight. Oh yeah. no! <laughs> eight green chairs and one blue table. Um, I don't know what we do with this key though. Uh, Open the biscuit barrel. <laughs> you take the key uh, from the safe over to the uh, to the little kitchen area where you have the uh, Gary's tin of biscuits, you open up the tin of biscuits, and uh, there's a sort of an assortment of biscuits inside. There are some shortbreads. There are some uh, sort of uh, rather flat-looking biscuits with uh, with currants and stuff in. And uh, rummaging around the packet of the uh, the flat biscuits with the currants in, you find the Gary Bold key. Ah! Oh, 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 well done. Well done. You prick. <laughs> <laughs> you prick. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, with that, the door opens and uh, you find yourself back in the lobby of the police station so um, remaining to us we have the locker room and the jail cell what, what do you fancy? I mean I, I, I was pretty game for the locker room before I quite fancy the locker yeah. room yeah we could go, for a, go to the little locker room sounds grand uh, excellent well this is my puzzle 
<laughs> Sorry, Alan. <laughs> that's, that's all right. I mean, it's a long way to the locker. It's okay. So you enter the the locker room, and the the door closes behind you. So the locker room—it's a surprisingly clean locker room, actually. Um, we're always quite used to these quite mucky kind of rooms. No, this is quite nice. To the left and right of you, there are six lockers, three on each side, and a a bench attached to each one of them. And over to the far side of the locker room is kind of a little enclosed shower section. What would you like to do? Could we um could we go and have a look at the uh, the shower section and uh, have a b- bit more of a description about it, please? You, you can indeed. So you you walk over to the to the shower room. Um, it's it's a it's a pretty normal shower room to be fair. There's a um, there's a single shower head. It's quite a small shower room um, with a little tap. <laughs> is um, is it a room then or a cubicle? <laughs> it's it's basically I suppose it's well no. There's a shower head. There's a tap. There's a, and there's a drain. On your way over to the to the shower room, though, you notice a laundry or washing hamper uh, next to it. Okay. Are we by the shower right now? You're by the shower right now, yes. Brilliant. Right. Pardon the pun, but can we hit the shower? We can hit oh! the shower. Who, who's in the shower at the moment? Is, is everyone in the shower? Alan's in the shower. There's pepper spray coming out. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, Ben's getting the pepper spray. So, uh, well, you turn on the shower, Alan, and, and you get quite wet. Um, you now have a wet Allard. Put, put some newspaper down, Ben. <laughs> Allard, um, yeah, so you kind of walk out, dripping out of the shower to join um, uh, Ben and Mike. I um, Could we have a little uh, little look through this hamper? See if there's a towel in there that we might be able to pass out. Absolutely. What's a good idea. So uh, you do find a towel in there. It smells a bit musty because, you know, it's, it's a washing hamper. So you can chuck that to Allard if you want. He might, he might like that. So uh, other than that, though, you find uh, it's kind of full of dirty kind of police type clothes. And pants and stuff like that a couple of hats in there for some reason maybe you need to wash your police hats but while you're rummaging around you also find a post-it note in, and it reads god damn it lou if i have to pick out your locker key from the hamper again i'm gonna throw it down the drain uh-huh. that thing wrecks the washing machine so we have been in a room with a drain <laughs> we should go take a second look at the drain in the shower lobby cubicle Absolutely. <laughs> well, seeing as I'm soaking wet already, <laughs> yep. can I go have a look in the drain, Alan? You certainly can. It, it was full of water now because uh, you, you turned the shower on. <laughs> Are we able to remove the grate at all? <laughs> you can, yeah. So that lifts up and um, you, I suppose you've got to kind of reach reach into the, the kind of mucky water um, of, the, of the shower. And it's full of hair and all this horrible, you know, kind of stuff. It doesn't matter. How filthy shower, was Alan going fine. into the shower? <laughs> <laughs> He's much cleaner now. Um <laughs> And uh, you reach down, and at the bottom of the of the kind of U-bend, you feel a, a little metal a metal key. Ooh. And you found just a normal key. No, it's just, just a key. So, sorry, this key that Alad's got is not the key, then? It's not the key, but I can confirm it is a key. For potentially a locker. Or oh, who could say? I can <laughs> say. Can we, um, can we take the key, turn the shower off and get out of there. Very, yeah, very good. Energy saving. I like it. So you turn the shower off. Yes. Okay. So can we take a look at these lockers that were um, in the uh, the locker room? You can indeed. So on these, uh, so you walk up to the lockers, and each locker has got a name badge screwed into the front, mm. and they read on each locker. Well, you know, each locker, you got Murphy, Wrights, Drebin, Tennant, Tracy, and Shep. Each locker has locked by a key padlock. Except Shep's, uh, which appears to have an electronic lock. There's some wires exposed, and it's making an unnerving buzzing sound. Interesting. Awesome. <laughs> Could we... Um, the the, uh, the cables coming out of uh, Shep's 
lock. Uh, how many are there, and what colours are they? Uh, there's uh, two or three. <laughs> three, if you like. Uh, <laughs> I see. <laughs> you, kind of, you kind of look at them and forget to count. Um, oh, okay. So they're red, black, and brown, and other colours. <laughs> are they sort of exposed ends or are they all joined you can there's bits of fraying wire okay um, so it's like they're connected but like the case you know the insulation on the wire isn't there and it's all looks a bit dangerous sure. really so does the door to shep's locker open I'm, I'm guessing that with this buzzing it the lock might not actually be working you you can pull on the lock if you like but uh, nothing you know it, it's locked okay and it and it buzzes a bit more you probably get a bit of a zap from it. Sorry, Alad's quite wet. What if Alad touches the <laughs> oh, lock? Oh, no. Do you want to try that? It looks quite dangerous. Alad, I think you're you the key. You might have a dead Alad if... Uh, if, um, <laughs> if he, it looks very advanced, that lock. Well, and, uh, Mike is already a... wanted for donkey molestation, so... <laughs> what's one more... Jesus. <laughs> to add to his What's one sheet? more donkey? That's what I said. <laughs> So, sorry, we've got it's Murphy, Wright, Drebin, Tracy, Tennant, and Soap. Murphy, Wright, Drebin, Tennant, Tracy, and Shep. Do these other lockers have keyholes? They've got. Uh, they're locked by padlocks, uh, key padlocks. Can we try um, lose key in those padlocks? Uh, you can. I mean, is there a particular locker you'd like to try them? Uh, Murphy's. You try to Murphy's and it doesn't fit. Wright. Uh, you try in Wright's and it, it doesn't fit. Drebin. You try it in Drebin's and it, it doesn't fit. <laughs> I should have picked more lockers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just by that last um, by that by that last uh, remark, <laughs> I'm guessing that we'll try tenants. <laughs> you try it in tenants and the padlock clicks. Oh! And the locker opened to Detective Lou Tenant's lock locker. Ah. <laughs> I like how me and Ben go, uh, and Mike's like, ah. <laughs> I'm like, there's the second pun. That makes me happy. So, uh, in, you, so you've opened Lou's locker, and inside is a picture of a dog, a key, and a note. Can we read the note? You can. So the note says, hey, Lou, here's my key if you're looking for the Mugsy case. The evidence is in my locker. Please don't leave it in the hamper. P.S. We really need to fix Shep's locker. Frank got a shock from those exposed wires last week. He'll never be the same again. Miranda. Interesting. Miranda writes. Okay, can we try that locker, that, that key in Miranda's locker? You can indeed. You, you t- put the, the key in, in, in Wright's locker and it clicks and opens and opens up to Miranda Wright's locker. I'm, I'm going to have to have some explanation here. Yeah, I'm, I'm completely I'm lost. lost. To be fair, I think this is an American thing more than a, uh, a British thing. Um, right. Yeah. It's it's a, I mean, I would say it's a type of notification customarily given by police to criminal suspects in police custody or in custodial interrogation, um, advising them of their right to silence. That is, their right to refuse answer questions or provide information to law enforcement. At a guess. Good good description, Mike. Where, where did Miranda come from? It's because of page of manuscript written by Chief Justice Earl Warren regarding the Miranda versus Arizona decision. So ah. I guess it's a piece of case law. So so what did we see in Miranda Wright's locker? So, um, apart from some generic kind of police stuff, there's a note. A lot Ooh. of notes in this locker. They like to keep, they don't have emails here. Uh, <laughs> just a lot of post-it notes. And the note reads, This ain't the last you'll see of me, detective. And that's signed off as well for some reason by Muggsy Balone, the notorious villain who attacks his victims with the colourful balloons. <laughs> and underneath the notes is a deflated balloon. A threat, perhaps. Ooh. A deflated balloon. Can we use the deflated balloon to add insulation to the frayed wires on the broken locker? 
Yeah, you probably could. Are uh, we able can... to um, blow the balloon up? You can blow the balloon up. You now have a, uh, a balloon that's filled with air. Does it say anything on it? It doesn't. It's a red balloon filled with air. I mean, I'm still all about this deflated balloon and the insulation. <laughs> you can try, I mean, you can you can put that around the wires because I quite like that idea. Uh, you now have a rubber balloon around some wires. Sweet. Did we deflate it first or is it still blown up? It's still blown up. Um, (laughs) And you're concerned about it popping. The three remaining lockers that we haven't sort of properly inspected, um, Murphy's, Drebin's and Tracy's, uh, could we visit each of them in turn, see if there's anything remarkable, see if we can open the doors? There's nothing too remarkable about these remaining lockers. Um, They've they've all got padlocks on, um, but they're all locked. Um, and there's 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 no discerning. And could we have a description of Shep's locker one more time? So Shep's locker uh, is the only one that has a, an electronic lock, and there's a few wires that are exposed. Uh, the wires are connecting, but the insulation isn't there, and, and they're kind of fraying. They're making a buzzing sound. It looks very dangerous. Are we able to connect the wires, so the exposed bits of the wires together, sort of maybe to short something out? Perhaps. How would you want to do that? Could we? Very carefully let the air out of the balloon without letting it go all over the place. And then, can can we use it as a sort of glove? You can, yeah. You could put it over your hands. <laughs> <laughs> it makes a squeaky sound. Can we then use that hand mm-hmm. to connect the wires? So you put your hand over the cables with the balloon on your hands. Nothing really happens. I mean, the, so the wires are connected. They're just frayed a bit and exposed, but they are making hmm. a connection. They're just kind of buzzing and making a couple of zapping sounds, which is a bit concerning. Are, are we able to disconnect them? I don't think you have any tools to disconnect them. Hmm. We've got a hand covered in the balloon. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. nah. uh, are we able to somehow fill the balloon with water from the, from the shower and maybe douse the wires in water? Hmm. You can do that. So you, you pour the water onto the wires which does short it out, and oh, there's a click dumb. on the locker, oh. and it flies open. So <laughs> inside Shep's locker is a picture of a dog. Shep appears oh. to be a uh, detective. Shep is a dog. It's a picture Aww. of a dog wearing men- many medals and a hat, and inside, underneath, kind of next to his medals, is what looks like, hanging on the wall, the police donkey. Please, donkey. Oh, I see. It's a key. I didn't think about putting the balloon on your hand. I was half thinking, going, yeah, that'll probably work, actually. <laughs> so you you take the dog key or the key nine, um, and it takes you outside back into the uh, back into the police station. So remaining to us, we have the jail cell. Did you want? Did you want to enter the jail cell? Oh, I'm not sure now. The jail cell. Oh yeah, if it is a bit like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> and this is my puzzle. You walk into the jail cell block. There is only one jail cell. And as you walk in, you hear a voice <laughs> from in that cell. <laughs> what? You walk into the block. There is one. <laughs> a block of one. It's, it's a really bad use of space. <laughs> So there's the one cell, and from inside you hear a voice goes, "Guys, finally, you've come to save me." Okay. So you walk over to the jail cell. It's a very old-fashioned type where it hasn't got a door. It just has four bars, a little plaque to the left on the wall where you'd normally put the prisoner's name. I 
but there's a few smudges and all you can make out are the initials JC. Interesting. Jesus Christ. I should mention there's smudges uh, before the J. I've got um, uh, John Burke going, Jeremy Corbyn! (laughs) (laughs) Um, can we see into the uh, in, into the jail cell at all? What, what you can. It like? So it's a concrete four by four block, I guess, with a bed to the left, no bathroom, which is questionable, and a young chap stood there looking at you earnestly. Okay. Can we say hello to him? You can. And then leave. <laughs> <laughs> Damn grim. You can try. <laughs> Who wants to speak to him? So, <laughs> could um, could I ask this young man uh, what his name is? You know my name, Ben. Of course you know me. That's why you've come to get me. If I was to greet him and say, Hi there, Mike. How are you doing? How would he respond? He'd go, don't be silly, Mike. Damn, I, I, think, was, um... I was convinced it was me in that jail cell because MJC <laughs> is my initials. <laughs> Alan, uh, would, you, oh, like, would you mind having a go? They, they, they might be. Uh, if I said hello, hello Alan, <laughs> uh, what would he say? Nothing at all. Alan, I, I, I know you can hear me. Alan Judas Cunningham, you will turn around. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, Alan. He, he doesn't want to talk to you. What? Just me? Just you, Ben? You try. Alan, can you hear me? He turns back round. What do you want, Ben? Oh, I don't like this. Do you have a, a, a pencil or a pen or a piece of chalk or tripod eraser or? No, no, nothing like that. Mm. I'm in jail. But you know that, that's why you've come to get me. And what are you in jail for? I'm in jail for dismantling all the display models in Ikea. (laughs) (laughs) How long have you been in jail for? 24 hours, about as long as Ikea open. (laughs) I was going to say 24 years. (laughs) 24 years! (laughs) I was lucky to be spared hanging. Hey Ben, as our spokesman, can you ask? Can you ask me? Seen any motherfucking keys around here? Um, uh, say, Alan, um, where, yes. uh, where where might you find keys around here? Uh, I really don't know, Ben. The only thing that's in here is a bed that was really wonky and now it isn't, and these four bars. Uh, why is it no longer wonky? I fixed them. How did you fix them? Um, I tightened all the cogs up with this little metal thing. Ah. Can we have the little metal thing, please? You can have it if you can get me out. How wide are the gaps in the bars? Too wide to squeeze through. Too wide to squeeze through? Too narrow to squeeze through. (laughs) (laughs) If anything, this is too spacious. I could bounce through here. And that's just not fair. (laughs) And Alan cartwheeled out the jail cell. (laughs) (laughs) Too narrow to squeeze through if all four were there. Ah, hmm. Can we take a look at how where the uh, the bars join the ceiling and floor, please? You can. So you notice upon closer inspection that three of the bars are rusted, quite old, and seem to vanish into the floor and the ceiling with no discernible join. However, the second one from the left uh, appears to have been recently replaced and has a plate joining it to the ground and to the floor. How is the plate affixed? Uh, the plates are fixed with four bolts, top and bottom. They wouldn't be the sorts of bolts that could, with an Allen key, by any chance, be oh. loosened. Upon inspection, there is. they do seem to be hexagonally uh, ah, shaped. Allen has been done in Ikea, of course, 
mm-hmm. where Alan what? Keys are born. His name is Alan. Ben, could you please ask your friend Alan if he could take his Alan key and give it to us so that we can um, uh, loosen the plates affixing this bar? I'm sure you can talk to him as well, Mike. It doesn't, I mean, it, does he speak to me? He talks to, he talks to yeah, you. He's not tried. I don't Alan. speak to criminals. Alan. <laughs> Alan. Steve. No. Dave. <laughs> no. Dave. I know you're looking at me. He's not, he's not, Al. He's, he's turned away again. I, I don't know. I think we should leave him in there. I don't like him. I'm with you. Let's stay in this escape room forever <laughs> and leave Alan to rot like the prick yeah. he is. Prick. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, well, if he does speak to me then, then I say, Hi, Alan. What? This is Smooth Jazz on on Mike FM. Say, can I trouble you to take that there Alan key that you've got and maybe loosen the, uh, loosen the plate on this here bar? And while you do so, I'll play you a little bit of this. Um, yeah, can I can I ask him to to loosen the plate with his magic key, please? We're um, sure. you just playing a duck like a bagpipe. <laughs> That's jazz, Ben. You can't prove oh, anything. So he says, "Yeah, um, well, I can reach the bottom ones, Mike, but um, I'm a wee bit short. I All right. can't reach the top." So he dismantles the, well, he unbolts the uh, the bottom plate, but that's as much as he can do. Alan, mate, stand on your bed for the top ones. Oh, the bed's bolted. <laughs> the bed's bolted to the floor. Okay, how how can we elevate this um, this short brummy lad? How high are the bars? A little bit higher than you can reach, Ben. Oh, I can reach them then. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. If if you stood on your toes, Mike, you probably could. Okay, short Brummy Allen, can you please lend me your Allen key so that I can unscrew this plate? And you promise you'll take me with you? I absolutely, from the bottom of my heart, promise I will almost, probably, definitely take you with me. Sure, Mike, no problem. And with that, he hands you the little metal angled thing. (laughs) (laughs) You have been given the Allen key. Yay. Yay! However, oh, you can't leave without him. Can't I? <laughs> Only one must live. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Donkey Molester Mike, Jesus. will you leave without <laughs> Alan? Yes. I mean, as we've already established, it's not the worst thing I've done this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what happens if you uh, undo the plate at the top? That's a really good question. Can I get out of this room with the Alan key? Because if this is a morality question, I'm absolutely leaving the prisoner to his terrible fate. What if this is me from the future, though, Mike? Yeah? What? <laughs> if you can't do the Ikea time, don't do the Ikea crime. Well, hang on, though. We'll, we'll vote on it. We'll vote on it. Do we take him or do we leave him? I vote we leave him to rot. Uh, I'm going to say take him. I, I mean, he hasn't been talking to me, but I'm a bit concerned. Can I do like a secret handshake with him? That I will think of now, so therefore he'll know what it is, if it's me. (laughs) (laughs) He's not going to respond to you, Alan. (laughs) Why is he not talking to me? Oh, fuck it, leave him. (laughs) No, 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 we we should take him. (laughs) What have you done to yourself, Alan? (laughs) I'm taking your first vote, let's piss off without him. (laughs) No! (laughs) Let's take him, me, it. Okay, let's let him out. No, fuck him, fuck him, fuck him to death. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, fuck him. We're leaving him. Prick. <laughs> Very well. What? <laughs> Mike, what you walk towards the exit. Ben, you follow. But Can Alan, fo- as you walk past the cell, Alan grabs you and says, <gasps> no, mate, you're staying with me. <laughs> <laughs> so Ben and Mike, you get to leave. Alan, what? you stay. <laughs> what? 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 Who is this man? I think we've established he's probably not you from the past. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> ben? Okay, fine. We'll go back for our Alan. Did I... you want to undo the bar? I, I suppose we'll probably have to, to free our Alan. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, you reach up and you undo the, the top plate, um, which allows the bar to be removed. And Alan leaves this, leaves your Alan alone and leaves the cell and says, fantastic, guys, let's go home. Is he going home with us? I, don't, I hope not. Does he also have a puzzle? No. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, all four of you get to leave the jail cell. And with that, you leave the jail cell and return back to the lobby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, with that, we take our keys. We take the dog key nine. <laughs> yep. The dog key, the dog key, key nine key that Alan did. <laughs> we take the other dog based key that Mike did, which didn't even have a, that um, came from a dog called Derek. We take the Garibald key, which is probably the best pun key of the episode so far, and the Alan key, which has come from a future strange alternative version. Of, of one of us, perhaps, spookily. Ooh. And we <laughs> unlock the doors, and we escape. But Yay. we've not even come close. I mean, recording time, <laughs> we're just hitting one hour and 48 minutes, and that doesn't include the five-minute wee and wine break we had halfway through. So, uh, so yeah, I guess we've been um, arrested and, and, and thrown <clears throat> yeah. in jail on, on trumped-up charges of, of um, farmyard animal uh, interference. All into that one jail cell. All into, yeah, we've been thrown into the block of cells of one cell. <laughs> we get to go to bed. Yay! So, thanks very much for listening. You can subscribe to us on all your favourite apps, feeds, iTunes, and at our website at theinfiniteescaperoom.com. You can also follow us and get in touch via Facebook and Twitter if you enjoyed the episode, and we hope you did. We'd be obliged if you could please leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook as it's a big old help in reaching new audiences. We hope you enjoyed it. We love it very much, and we'll see you next time. Tatty bye. Ta-ta. Bye. Bye.